0: Andrew Eichen Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi I'm sorry <laughs> Senior members of the House of Representatives voiced their support for President Obama's proposed military strike on Syria today Speaker of the House John Boehner, Majority Leader Eric Cantor, and Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi all gave their approval, with Pelosi claiming that an attack on the nation of Syria would be in our own national interest. As for has for how the Senate will vote, it's too early to tell. And in North Carolina, the state, voted, state House voted to override Governor Pat McCrory's vetoes of two bills. One requiring drug testing and criminal background checks for welfare applica- ap- applicants and another which would extend from 90 days to 9 months the amount of time an employee could work for an employer without undergoing federal background check. Both bills still need to pass the Senate again before they go into law. And that's the news. Last week, downtown Raleigh
1: saw some controversy regarding feeding the homeless. Dave has more.
2: Hello, this is Dave. Now, last weekend on the morning of Saturday, August 24th, um, Love Winds Ministries, which is a local ministry, um, showed up at Moore Square. They set up uh, on the sidewalk just outside the park at 9 a.m., as they've done for six years. Um, their purpose is to help homeless people. They, they feed homeless people breakfast every Saturday and Sunday morning, as they have done for six years at Moore Square. Um, and that. Ba- that basically encompasses, you know, the some of the the physical part of what they do to help homeless people. They feed them when shelters are closed on the weekends, but you know they might help people hook, hook get hooked up with job interviews, etc. You know they're they're all about getting to know these people who need help and and then helping them in the ways that they can
1: is is lovewind do you know if love wins is affiliated with any particular church in raleigh or is it just a general um what
2: i know is that they ha- have four churches that volunteer to help them and they cycle out you know each week a different church will be helping feed homeless people um but i, I don't think they're tied to one church
1: so we saw some obviously a lot of us heard about it, a lot of got a lot of major news coverage what was what exactly, or do you know what happened last week?
2: What happened was they showed up, they started to feed people, they got set up and everything, and then um three police officers from Raleigh Police Department showed up and essentially said, we cannot allow you to feed people here anymore, uh, you know, from here on out. And they said, you know, have we done anything wrong, is there a, a code or a law that's passed or that's on the books that we're breaking we you know as far as they knew they weren't breaking any laws they were within the rules because they were not in the park they were on the sidewalk and as long as they weren't blocking the sidewalk for people to walk on and they clean up after themselves they bring in some of their own trash cans and things to help clean up then they weren't aware of any rules that they were breaking the police officer you know basically said refused to quote any any code which i have found the code um but he didn't want to quote it he just said i can't let you feed people here and if you try i will arrest you
0: so they weren't even i mean it, it, so they weren't arrested and they weren't even charged with any with breaking any law they were just told to disperse and given very little reason for they, doing so,
2: they were not arrested because they didn't. Because they didn't break any laws. They didn't. Well, because no, because they didn't proceed to feed Deed anyone people. once the, the once the police showed up. So if they had, they would have been arrested.
1: So you lo- you did research. You you found the specific ordinance or is it an ordinance that they were violating? Yes. It? What? Well, is,
2: I don't believe that they were violating it, but so what? What is the exact the ordinance? Wording? Okay, it's um. In our code, which is available to all citizens on the internet uh division two, part five article b um, one sec one sec no it's part nine I'm sorry chapter two, article b section nine dash two zero two two part b. Distribution of food prohibited. No individuals or group shall serve or distribute meals or food of any kind in or on any city park or greenway unless such distribution is pursuant to a permit issued by the Parks, Recreation, and Greenway director.
0: But this has never been enforced before.
2: This has not been enforced. I The year that I heard was that it had been on the books since 98. I could not verify that
1: now okay so they've been doing this you said for six six years is this has it grown to a a pretty large group of people that the maybe
2: what they quote is 60 about 60 a week and i don't know that it's grown they don't have a thousand people in downtown that they flooded downtown with um but between 60 and 100 and um so that that's the rule that that's the best thing that i could find that would be what they would quote as them breaking
1: now it almost sounds like they were kind of aware maybe because they were on the sidewalk you said right specifically right they specifically
2: the made sure not to be in the park but on the sidewalk so they which knew, is public property
1: they they knew that being in the park was something they wouldn't be allowed to do right but and
2: the um the the this rule that i just read references you know the permit issued which you can get, anyone can get, but the charge for that permit is $800 per day, and since they serve breakfast Saturday and Sunday, that would be a $1,600 charge per weekend that they would run, which obviously would be far more than they could supply.
1: All right, but no, okay, so now since since this... um. Incident, I suppose. There was, Since that it has was happened, reviewed, in the
2: next week right? there was a city council meeting. Mm-hmm. This, these people were allowed to come, bring their case to the city council. These
1: people being the Lovewind Ministries,
2: Lovewind's Ministries, and supporters and okay. lo- and local citizens, um, came to the city council meeting, voiced their opinions on this. You know, obviously, a lot of people were pretty outraged that. And now, this is this is a a growing trend among cities in our country that. Um, have started to crack down on people feeding homeless people. Um,
1: Uh, Now, if it's a growing trend, are you aware of any sort of incident where such a feeding of homeless people resulted in,
2: I don't know, some sort of public,
1: I don't know, disturbance of the peace or something? I'm just looking for some sort of reason. There's not been any
2: clashes in the streets as far as I have known. I'm curious. I'm not sure sure if people have been maybe just fined. I haven't heard of any arrests, but I, I just know that there's been in the Midwest, in Texas, I believe I saw, and elsewhere, and possibly some of the n- New England cities as well, have been really starting to crack down on the no feeding the homeless people, um, getting on that bandwagon.
0: So the, the Raleigh city manager claims that the reason that they enforce this, uh, started enforcing this law is one because of um, litter and rodent problem in downtown Raleigh? When okay, so question: When did the statement come out though? This came out after after the this will have been the after. City yeah. decided to relent okay. on enforcing it. Okay, mm-hmm. they they tried to justify themselves even afterwards, and I think there's still some people who believe it should be enforced. But they also have said that. Um, there have been three thousand four hundred and fifty five calls for service in Moore Square, police service since twenty eleven, compared to five hundred and thirty six calls at Nash Park, which is another downtown square. And so they think that somehow this has to do with the regular feeding of the homeless that occurs in Moore Square.
2: That's interesting. I I'm not sure about how how that works as far as whether they're drawing homeless people in each weekend. Obviously, people are gonna go there for breakfast, but they're showing up at nine. I showed up this this past Saturday before I went to the football game. I got there at nine o'clock, and by ten fifteen, people were dispersing, and it didn't seem like the whole crowd. And there were probably a hundred people there, um, but it didn't seem like the whole crowd was just hanging around. I don't know if people are, these people are getting there ahead of time, sleeping there overnight, in you know preparation to come for breakfast. I don't know if that there could be a correlation there. I'm not sure, but as far as the trash goes, I know that you know, the Love Winds always, you know, they post they've posted pictures of their ministry and they're they're bringing their own trash cans and they're cleaning up thoroughly and you know, they've got pictures of it. It's like it's pretty clear that they do a good job cleaning up after themselves. So that I think that charge was bogus. <laughs>
1: The issue of attracting homeless, though, is interesting. That, uh, that I can't speak sound... on with any authority. Yeah. Um, um, I have no
2: statistics up. on that, but I just thought it was interesting that I don't know that this would be happening at all. It just seems like this is the government getting in the way of people doing the right thing.
1: Well, so what was? Is there any more to your experience other that you want to comment on?
2: I just I. Had to fi- I had to find out more about this, so I went there Saturday. I I had contacted them through their Facebook group. They have a, a Facebook either group or a page. I think it's a page. But anyway, I, I contacted them. I went Saturday morning, and um, I thought what I saw was fantastic. I mean, it seems to be something where instead of just saying, let's help these people and then not doing anything, these are people who go out, are meeting these people, they're learning their names. They're asking them how they're doing. They're serving them breakfast Saturday and Sunday. It doesn't seem like anything that could possibly be harm. It doesn't seem like anything that would be anything but good for everyone involved. But, you know, I'm just a 20-year-old. <laughs> right, I realize well, businesses and and people that live right there maybe don't want homeless people around.
1: Sure. I think the most the most recent I heard about the situation was that the Love Winds was still looking for a place downtown that was they're willing still, to host them.
2: They're still looking for a host as far as I know. And um but they they will in the meantime be able to operate at the sidewalk where they have operated for 6 years because at the as a result of that city council meeting, the city council put a moratorium on that rule. Um so it's not a permanent fix to that problem but it's, it's something for now and in the meantime they'll look for somewhere where if the rule comes back they'll be able to operate
1: alright well thanks for that Dave recently in North Carolina the film industry has found itself in jeopardy slightly let's find out more The Hunger Games Iron Man 3 Dirty Dancing Safe Haven Homeland Under the Dome Sleepy Hollow all of these are movies and television shows that have been filmed right here in North Carolina. But the list of largely recognizable big-name productions could end there if a state tax incentive for film production studios expires in 2015. The film industry is apparently already considering other options, according to the Motion Picture Association of America's vice president, Vance Stevenson. He cited the new Fox TV show Salem, which recently decided to film in Louisiana due to the uncertain future of the North Carolina tax credit. Mr. Stevenson also said that Paramount Pictures is less likely to set North Carolina as a filming location for its upcoming movies. The credit offers a 25% tax refund on spending that's considered to be qualified in-state spending. According to the State Department of Revenue, tax refunds in 2012 for all production companies amounted to $62 million, out of a total $278 million of qualified spending. Such spending includes wages set equipment and construction, and hotel rooms, among other expenses. Currently, North Carolina is fifth in the country in terms of its tax incentive, with California, New York, Georgia, and Louisiana all having higher incentives. The recently approved two-year budget, however, lets North Carolina's incentive program fall by the wayside. Opponent Mike Hager says the incentive refund money could be better spent elsewhere, he suggests money like the $62 million credited to film companies should instead go towards teachers, teaching assistants, or highway patrol salaries, to name a few. So there's a good summary of um, basically the recent um, doing happenings in the film industry here. And I'm wondering what you guys think about this tax cut, where ultimately the film industry is probably not going to come back to North Carolina. Uh, and that's just because there's less incentive um, and I know there's, there's those people saying that um, the $70 million, you know, that we paid to these companies would better be spent, um, to, you know, in state. But uh, you got to look at the big picture where we're getting $370 million come into the state. Uh, so I think it's really just a question of whether or not the government is getting the taxes that uh, could be put towards um, certain services and things that they look to offer, um, salaries for government employees and things like that. What do you think?
0: i i don't know i mean the film industry is such it's such an antiquated system and it seems it it seems like it really is um slowly dying i know we hear all sorts about like you know the movies keep getting more expensive but i mean that they don't really make more money since they cost so much more money and they they make about the same and um everything with piracy and such that um I suppose it it would be good if we are making more money off of it, the tax break versus what is actually giving back to the state. But I don't know if we if it's really realistic that we would become the next Hollywood, or so like the investment might not be worth it long term. I, I just don't know how long it would last
2: if it if it did. I think it's a terrible idea to kill a good thing while you've got it going on, though
1: you don't want to so in that you're saying the, don't cut the taxes. I, I mean don't remove the tax cut. <laughs> As in
2: right. <laughs> I'm I'm going for less taxes here. Yeah, okay. Wherever I can. But in if it if it's here and and this was something where we our state has seen what two years in a row of record-breaking film and production.
1: That's right. In, so in 2012 the numbers were 62 million um in the tax cut. Uh, so that was refunded back to the companies, but the companies spent in, you know, constructing their sets, paying the wages, you know, hotel rooms, all these things. They spent 370 million in our state. Um, so this right. just sounds like to me, it sounds like, um, the legislature not being they They're paying. They're sad about the fact that they're paying money back to the companies that they could otherwise be getting.
2: And okay. There's a couple of points here to be made. Um, mm-hmm. This is tax, this is 25% off of tax money that if, if the, these companies go to Georgia to film or Louisiana to film or wherever else, that we wouldn't get any of the tax money at all. I think 75% of it is better than none. That's true. At all. And okay, here's another, here's another thing. That article said how many jobs were created?
1: Uh, certain sources cite that the film industry, both between lobbying for it, all of the um, employees that need to be um, used to make a film, the film production process would amount to about forty one hundred people employed um, in long in full time jobs in north carolina
2: forty one hundred jobs created in one or two years and or you know a few years anyway in a time when not a lot of jobs are being created, and those people aren't going without being without their incomes being taxed yeah, as I mean, well. So they're going to pay income tax that's true. But and, I mean, and other tax and sales tax that will go to the state.
0: I just don't know if this is really the industry that we should be pushing for. I mean, it, it's come to North Carolina fairly naturally. Uh, there are a number of other states that do have this tax break already on the books, And I think they came here mostly for the location shoots, but um, Mm -hmm. it's just there's not a lot of consistency in it. And you know, 4,100 jobs—it's it's really not that much in the grand scheme of things. And you don't know how often these, how long these people will be employed for. I mean, if you're especially if your employment is tied to the production of a movie, well, once that movie is done, if there's not another one, you know, that you can get onto, then you're pretty much unemployed for a while. So.
2: Mm-hmm. If, if well, that's the nature of that is, industry.
0: Yeah, and, and that's it's it's a shallow industry. Being crew, and yeah. even if we do keep this tax break on the book, what's to stop another state from making theirs, you know, even higher tax break, and they'll just move there. It's that's not, what we have seen. Is that's I exactly some have gone to thirty
2: yeah, percent. We're at Lu-
0: twenty five.
1: Louisiana went down to thirty percent.
0: So, should we really try to play this game, or is it? I mean, is it just the train's left the station, and there's no use chasing
2: it? Uh, I think it's still a good game to play. It's still, At as least, long as we're making three hundred million for now, dollars,
1: I, I, I see your point about the long term movie industry, film industry, maybe not being the best place um, to invest. But when we're talking, you know, money that's coming into our state in the next year, in the next two years, that's three hundred seventy million dollars that could go into California or New York or these states that have higher incentives. Um, and I don't, I don't see this as a bad thing where we sacrifice. You know, the The taxpayers maybe foot thirty or whatever twenty five percent of their taxes, but the state as a whole gets the three the three hundred and seventy million that comes in. That's going straight into our state right now.
2: Yeah, and at least for the next year or two or however long we keep these production companies around. You know that frees up forty one hundred people who otherwise would be taking up the Taco Bell jobs that we college students need desperately. <laughs> right.
1: You have a point there, Dave.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, do you want to give us some holidays
2: of the week, Dave? I would love to give you guys some holidays of the week if I can figure out how to get there. Here we go. Take us there, Dave. I'm gonna, <laughs> we are here. Let's go on a little trip. All right. Um, Today, September 3rd... Now, obviously, yesterday was Labor Day, so happy Labor Day. Um, Anyway, but today is... um. September third, National Skyscraper Day. How exciting is that?
1: I was actually reading a story about this. This is completely slightly related, but there's a skyscraper in London that's complete that's under construction right now that has in te- such intense reflection of the sun that some guy's car got melted, like the the plastic <laughs> around his window. Yeah, it was like it was completely bizarre. It's wow. like wow. <laughs> it, it was funny though because the website was like, here's an Instagram photo to show you how much light is being phone on this area and you're just like Instagram that's gonna be your your, your source for how much <laughs> that's light that's that there super is.
2: reliable. Instagram <laughs> obviously is what all real journalists use.
0: We need a journalistic integrity day.
2: Yes. Well oh, there probably is one. I just haven't found it yet.
1: No one's <laughs> already can we send one of do we have a budget to send one of us to London to find out more about this story. Yeah we
2: will I can do that. Alright cool. Um tomorrow, the fourth, newspaper carrier day oh. super important since None of us get our news from the internet these days.
0: I mean, there's not even that many newspaper carriers anymore, right? There's, there's people in trucks.
2: N- yeah, you don't see paper boys. That's a thing of the past. Um, But, you know.
0: Appreciate your
1: newspaper carriers. Appreciate
2: carrier. former newspaper carriers, maybe. <laughs> Unemployed newspaper carriers. Your dad, your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was. He was a newspaper carrier. Too. There you go. Um, Tomorrow's also Rosh Hashanah.
1: None of us. Celebrate that.
2: Nope. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know what it is, but happy Rosh Hashanah. Not a happy day, exactly. No, that. it's a, okay.
0: Supposed to ask for forgiveness and grant forgiveness.
2: Andrew, our cultural correspondent. <laughs> thank you. Um, the fifth is Be Late for Something Day. So that's, that is something I can definitely celebrate, as well as Cheese Pizza Day. Which I will also be celebrating. I, so I, dual I holiday, <laughs> that might be my day of the this week. I kind of I tend to have a one favorite day.
1: But okay, so if you order your pizza and your delivery man is late, you can't really fault them now can you?
2: No, that's okay. All right, just I'm pretty so, chill just, about just it. As long anyway. as it's not like super late, you know, 15 minutes late, it's all right. All right, it's usually too hot just when it gets to, to my house. You, anyway, you for that. That's okay. Good thinking skills there, though. Uh The sixth is fight procrastination day, and also read a book. So the best situation here is read a book while procrastinating on something else.
1: Wait, it says fight procrastination, dude. You're oh, supposed to not I,
2: procrastinate. I, I fight with procrastination. <laughs> I I don't <laughs> I don't, don't fight procrastination. <laughs> I can't even I can't even process it's, what it's that a losing means. Battle. We, let's be
0: realistic here. <laughs>
2: we got a lot of problems today because people procrastinate, but, you know.
1: Just read that book you've been meaning to read.
2: Yeah. There you go. Fight procrastination by reading. There we go. Okay. So numbers, number uh, five or six for this week, for September 7th, uh, Neither Rain Nor Snow Day. It's also a Google commemoration. Google was founded September 7th. Why is, okay, sorry.
1: What, is this a national holiday? I mean, what part of Which? our country- uh, the, sorry, the snow thing. It's Neither
2: snow nor rain, reference to the...
0: Mail carriers. Oh, right. okay,
2: okay. Another mail holiday for the Postal Service. All right. They're racking up the holidays this week, okay? Holiday um, makers love I guess so. And then the 8th is a whole bunch of things. Probably most importantly, Grandparents' Day. Um, that is actually that? really good to know. That's So that's an important one. <laughs> Everyone know that. It's Grandparents Day. I need to make an alarm. It is September 8th this year.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the, the Hallmark one?
2: Aren't a lot of these, that, those <laughs> 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 Hallmark created most most of these. They have a card for each one, uh, actually, as well. Um, it's also International Literacy Day, so if you didn't read a book on the 6th, read a book on the 8th. Um, it's also National Date Nut Bread Day. Sorry, what? Date Nut Bread. Bread Day.
1: That's awfully specific.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So eat some Date nut Bread. It's also Pardon Day and National Pet Memorial Day. So if you have a pet memorial for your pet, make sure to visit that on the 8th. should not be laughing. (laughs) You're a terrible person. Now, on the 9th is Teddy Bear Day. So I don't know if that corresponds with Teddy Roosevelt's birthday or the day the teddy bear was created. I didn't do that much research.
0: I I actually found out that I have been lied to about the origin of that all my life in elementary school. Okay, so
1: what were you told? What is the myth?
0: I was told that he saved a baby cub or something. I also believe that to be the story.
2: Or that he Uh, was headed in his sights and refused to shoot it. I think
0: he killed it.
1: No, (laughs) I, I thought the story was that he... Like, he, exactly like Dave said that he had he like, like he had he it in his sights. He was looking
2: at it, and then he was like, "Oh wait, the size I shouldn't it. do that," and it he didn't shoot. Definitely
0: was it. not that. I could look. Okay, it up. really, all right. It it had a violent ending. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness! Well, Blood was shed. Okay, Andrew's going to look that up, but I'm going to keep running through. We'll get back. Uh, the ninth is National Boss Slash Employee Exchange Day.
1: Exchanging gifts?
2: I don't know if this is exchanging gifts. Heated words? Emails. Okay. Heated words, absolutely. Or jobs. Do You get to change jobs for a day. <laughs> you can try it if you work at Taco Bell. I wouldn't recommend it anywhere else.
1: Well, you're stuck on Taco Bell today, aren't you?
2: I'm always stuck. That's every day. All right. It's Wonderful Weirdos Day on the 9th. So that's a day for me as well. Um. It's a day for all of us. Really? Uh, It's... Swap Ideas Day is the 10th. Um
1: shouldn't that be every day though? Come on.
2: See, that's if you didn't get to exchange ideas with your boss on the 9th. <laughs> Definitely. You can swap like ideas on the 10th. So, it's also sewing machine day. So, if you've never seen a sewing machine in your life, go look at one. They're in museums.
1: Well, th- <laughs> thanks Dave. They're also in most people's houses.
2: Not really. All right. I don't think I think if we did a survey, and maybe we'll do a survey for next week to see if they have a sewing machine in their house, we should do that. I have a sewing in my house. I know I do. All three of us do then. But oh, I think- That's 100% hey, well, that's of the people we've surveyed. <laughs> what about you? She does too. She does too. So there you go. So that's, 100, that's four out of four, but I, don't, I think we're going to see that number come down. We are an accurate representation. Yeah, this is a pretty <laughs> good sample. Since people that work on news shows tend to have sewing machines. Uh September 11th, obviously 911 remembrance. Um So that's an important one. It's make your bed day. No news is good news day. I don't hmm. know what that means. No news is good news. What what's a typical circumstance use yeah, you know, use for that.
1: Uh I don't know like I'm going to the store. If I don't call you on my way to the store, then everything's okay okay i like, I, I honestly i guess I'm not if really... you
2: if someone didn't call you to give you bad news then then everything's okay i guess I don't know it's also libraries' remember day libraries remember we don't remember libraries librarians don't remember, but libraries themselves remember.
1: I don't know what they're That's very awkwardly written. I don't
2: know what that means. Yeah. Uh so All right. Uh I think that's all I got for you.
1: Well, thanks for that, Dave. Now, let's turn to Grant find out what's going on around the campus.
3: Talk to me. you can see. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Here's what's going on at NC State. There will be a free exhibition of the Triangle Art Quilters in the Craft Center through November, so go check it out. Tomorrow, Wednesday, September 4th, is the last day to enroll in a course, so double-check that schedule. Also tomorrow, check out the Bluegrass Soiree at the Irregardless Cafe in downtown Raleigh at 6.30 p.m. On Thursday, September 5th, check out Art Now with Dr. Juan Alamo, a percussionist and marimba specialist. This event will begin at 7 p.m. in Titmus Theatre of Thompson Hall and is only $5 with a valid student ID. On Friday, head back downtown for First Friday. Check out the art and music of the Triangle. On Saturday, be sure to support the pack as we play Richmond at 6 p.m. And on Monday, September 9th, check out Harambee Swahili for coming together. The African American Cultural Center's annual Harambee celebration offers the opportunity for all to come together at the beginning of the new academic year. All are welcome. This event will be held in Witherspoon Student Center, room 126 at 6 p.m. For more information on these events and more, go to ncsu.edu forward slash calendar. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Grant Buckner, 88.1 see my
1: As always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know on our Facebook page. You can also follow us on Twitter at WKNC underscore EOT. And also be sure to check out our blog at wknc.org slash blog. That's all we have for now. We thank you for tuning in. Until next week. I'm Andrew Iken. I'm Nick Savage. Good night.
0: Dave Clem.
2: And I'm Dave Clem. Good night.